ladies and gentlemen, episode 158 of Hustle Season! Oh, yeah. My name is Natalie, Gabe, James, Tony's here. Hi, Cam. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in RVA again. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And um, it's another podcast. We do this every Friday. I want to say, first of all, thank you to everyone that shared our video and shared our project. Volume 1, The Hustle Season, debuted last Friday. Um, Praise. 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 Praise be to the fans. Praise be. um, It was... It was pretty fun to do that. Uh, it was, it was, it was great. I really had a great time, just like, you know, putting the stuff up, and you know, Tony. We have to give Tony a super crazy amount of credit because you put in a ton of work, brother. A ton of work. James, thank you. Also, put in a ton of work. For James, yeah. also. And also, we have to give it up to our our guy Tyler for coming through in the clutch. Um, what kind of reactions did you guys get to the record, like, um, from friends or messages? Anybody want to chime in on that? Uh, positive. Positive stuff. Uh, like I said earlier, my mom loved the video. Oh, boy, that's, of course. Uh, tons of reposts from people, you know, I didn't expect. I don't know. I, you never know how these things are going to get around. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's always, uh, nerve-wracking sometimes putting something out because you don't know what people think of it, but everybody really liked it. And so it was. It was cool, and um, and to be a focal point of the video was different. Mm, yeah, in a good way. Yeah, that's right. That's uh -huh. right. Yeah. So Man about town. So yeah, no, but like uh, the the not just the video, but also yeah, checking out the record and everything. I have fun listening to the record myself because, I mean, if it's it's funny. I I know you guys probably listen to it too, but I'm like not on four tracks, so all those tracks sound super fresh to me because mm. I didn't I didn't. You know, just sit with those. You know, how we're we gonna do this or that. They were just tracks that other people did. So it was I cool. Say, just collabo. I agree. Actually, the um, listening to the trash check. I hadn't listened to the, some of the songs in headphones. You know, so I have just been like, really was in the car for the most part. So like listening to it like after my class was done or whatever, and just playing the record and sitting with the headphones and and just like really just taking it all in. I was. It was so much fun, especially listening to like Ten Gallon. Um, the Trash Tech song, uh, the Trash Tech has been stuck in my brain actually since mm. Friday. That that melody is so cool. It's like, you know, I mean, they're theme songs and stuff, but it's funny. It's just like that. But you actually got some nice melodies and stuff, and some great instrumentation. It's it's great. It's I it's um hook ear candy. You know, I, yeah, I dug it. Yeah, I had a good time listening to it too. <clears throat> I love that it's just has a a good representation of all the stuff that we think is interesting, and it just makes me excited about the next one you know it's just like oh we can do this oh shit we can like we can do this we can put our minds to something and actually produce something and finish it put it out it's the best first step possible and i've been getting lots of lots of uh, good text messages about people loving the record and loving the videos i'm seeing so, um, people in my tight. family that i think have yeah, never me too. seen never checked out really my like any parts of my music stuff or whatever you know they're liking it and digging it and i'm just like wow it's it's different, you know? It's on a d another level. James, what about you, man? Nobody in my family knew that I made this <laughs> album until I showed one of them in person. Uh, showed my sister. She liked it. She was, was very impressed. I got some messages from people. That's cool. You know? Uh, it's good. I, I'm, I'm happy with it. I think for something that we did so 
so fast. Like, you know, as far as the, from the time we decided to make this a, a full length to the time it was released, I, I'm very happy with what we did in such a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, that's like my biggest takeaway from this is that we could actually do it and, and make a cool product. And I think under the circumstances, you know, right. it was right. all, all of a sudden, you know, we couldn't even do what we were doing. You know, we actually were meeting up and, and practicing. Yeah. You yeah. know, we actually were doing a lot of stuff. We all had to reevaluate our whole lives before coming back to something that was like just for the love. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it felt really, I felt really happy and like, satisfied that I could finish something, you know, especially right now. It's just like some semblance of, oh, yeah, we do we do music, you know, as opposed to just feeling like it's something that's in the past, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like so, just being in a band, you know? Some of those tracks were, like, so old. Like, I mean, <laughs> and I was just like, you know, I kind of forgot, like, even, like, the theme to the whole season was Play Requests and shit. Right, yeah. Like, that shit, like, I've heard the intro to this and, like, the outro handle times when, you know, sometimes I'll check out the podcast or whatever and because I want to show somebody something or whatever. But, uh, yeah, dude, but I haven't heard the solo sections in forever. I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. I play solo in this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you play solo in this. <laughs> I, I, forgot, like, I was like, oh, shit. I, I was like, oh, I totally forgot. It's, it actually we was go, kind of a, we, it feels like a show almost because, like, l- listen to that song because it's like, oh, there's a synth solo? Oh, pass oh. the solos around. Yeah, yeah. passing the solos yeah. is cool. Yeah, I was like, I was like, damn, where's uh this sound, this band sounds all right. We did a Latin <laughs> section? <laughs> I was like, this a Latin section? Holy shit, we did a Latin section on this. Yeah. Man, yeah. it was uh, that was a trip. Just that first the, having that kick off the record, I was really I was like, man, this is a way to start a record, man, with yeah. the instrumental track. <laughs> like yo, straight up, straight up straight instrumental. Up instrumental. <laughs> but it's yeah. but it's fast paced. It's not like you're you know, there's there's some kind of excitement to it. There's different solos. It's, uh, I mean, it's it's really fun. And then going from that to, uh, I think it's Florida, right? It's Florida yeah. second. Yeah. I mean, just that I love. It's I, fun the whole time. I loved it, it from from top to bottom, man. And well, here's um, the other thing too. Yeah. Like people people might not know this fun fact. This uh, that song Flavor Quest was like, or the the intro music to the show. Mm-hmm. It was probably recorded a year before we started doing the show. Right. Yeah. You know, right, it right. was just kind of like something just there. Like we did the, um, yes, yeah, see, let's see. We did like the, uh, what am I trying to think of? The fucking. I don't know what you're talking about. We did the rhythm section stuff. Oh, the rhythm section. Yeah, did yeah. Did the rhythm stuff. Just let me think about it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> anyway, no, we did Fuck the rhythm out. section stuff and then uh, put some horn stuff over it and solos and stuff. And it, we kind of just let it sit there. And then the first 50 episodes of the show we got the uh, know the ledge, know the ledge from the original hustle season podcast. So and then yeah. like you think you came, Kelly came to me. Was like, do y'all still have that random song we recorded like a year ago? <laughs> yeah, we're like, yeah. That should be that should be our thing right there. And then and then I don't think was Reggie on that already before that. Yeah, no, I think we, I think it, I was. Yeah, everything was. was everything was done. Is just uh, it was, I don't think. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, we're all, we're all on this song. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was the. I think that's why we did it. Yeah, yeah, we were all on it. Yeah, so it made sense. It was, and you know, it's it's great. It's us. It's our own original thing. And uh, again, the involvement with the record is just like I feel like we were able to let out some really cool, personal, you know, things about the stuff that we like, you know, individually. Yeah, and it really kind of got out without. Um, 
really without that much editing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like usually the, kind of that stuff kind of gets kind of like, you know, pushed to the side a little bit. You get panned this way, you get panned that way. Man, I got this little part right here. That's cool. You might find it on the record, but you you know what I mean? So right. it's like we got to put a lot of us into this, you know, yeah. and I'm like really and it and it felt great, you know, and I I, I think I'm just that's what I'm excited about. Yeah. You know? I thought I felt like um it was also a good version of trust, you know, you like you join a band or any sort of a group project, not just bands, coworkers too. It's like when you're if you have to make projects together, you have to figure out what, what the trust is gonna look like. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like and I feel like this group of of guys is like we all we all so clearly want shit to be dope yeah. that we never have to like rethink about that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, oh, Kelly's doing the thing. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that'd be dope. Uh, I can't wait to hear it. Mm-hmm. And, it and if we heard it and we thought it was whack, we'd just be like, oh, I don't know about this. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, I mean. But with, for real. <laughs> I think that's the thing. It yeah. was like individually, it was just little pieces of stuff. And it was like it worked for. It just, there was reasons for yeah. why it was there. Well, yeah. I, I was like, that's like, fine. I had, yeah. no, Whatever, I had absolutely no intention of putting 10-gallon hat on this whatsoever. Wow. At really? all. Yeah. No, nah, not at all. Reggie was like, oh, it's cool. You should put it on. We should, you know, do this and flesh it out. put it on the thing. I was like, okay. Wow. Yeah. Because that, so- that whole song was like a, a, a garage band demo on my iPhone. Mm-hmm. Like, even the, like, acoustic guitar thing was like recorded on the phone yeah like it's just the sample from garage band but it's and it's, it's dope man it's so and dope that's, but, and that's you know. very normal i feel like you know since we're from a certain time of uh making music with bands that that to you i guess that feels strange but i feel more music is made that way than the other way around you know these days well like, i think so well, much music I, I think is it, a well, demo on a phone well, now well you know? also though what was, what's so cool about that it's a demo on a phone is that it's a demo, and because of the form of media now, it's not just some four-track cassette tape. It's like no. something that I actually was able to export what I used from the demo. It sounded good, yeah, right. and I kept it, and it went from conception all the way to uh, the finished product. It's modern. Yeah, I, th- I think that's yeah. modern production. I think that was the coolest part about it is that it, it definitely made... Um, I just enjoy the fact that we could just take personal bits from everything, that, you know, phone stuff, yeah. from garage band stuff. I I was literally learning how, you know, I mean, I, I started sending tons of questions to James all the time because I kind of just got really heavier into the just recording side of things and, you know, got into logic and everything. So it was kind of like a, you know, it was an interesting time to be able to record this way. And I'm, I'm so happy we were able to do it and get yeah. it out. And we set a deadline for ourselves. We just did things in a different way. And um, I think it helped step our game up in a lot of ways. And, yeah. um, you know, and yeah, so we're excited to do more. Um, and we appreciate it, uh, everyone listening and mm-hmm. checking us out. Um, it is Bandcamp Friday, y'all. So make sure you hit up Bandcamp for, uh, and check out the hustle season bandcamp.com because we got the whole record right there. Yeah. And uh and I believe there's some merch up there as well. So yeah, you buddy. Check that out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's a buddy. Thing. new to us. New, yeah. New, and yeah. to you. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and all the all the rest of the artists out here that ever listen to us, you know, hey, just get started. We this is a good example of like, mm-hmm. I want to do this. Well I want to do this. Well I want to do this. Hey, let's get started. Get started. Put it on the calendar. You know, we, you can actually do it. You know, and it didn't we shot that video. I mean, there was a bunch of planning, but the video, video was, itself was a day. Yeah. You know? The video process from the time that we showed up on location to do the shoot to when we had a finished 
cut of the video is five days. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, you know, setting that time for ourselves was 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 really good. But that I think, uh, you know, uh, one of the biggest lessons from this whole period has been time management for me yeah. personally. Is like, what am I? When am I going to really spend the time with? Because I'm not doing all the things that I used to be doing all the time. I'm not gigging all the time. I'm not learning a bunch of music all the time now for an upcoming thing or whatever. It's really it's really what you're putting on yourself and you know, what are you, what are you trying to do? And we, at this time, we were able to make a record and put it out and, and a video and still do the podcast. And we're going to keep doing all these things. And hopefully you're going to be on this journey with us. We're going to have a, you have a YouTube channel that is up. Um, we have all the links on a uh, link tree and all that stuff on Facebook. It's everywhere. We're, we're going to be everywhere in your face and we hope you guys enjoy it. Um, there's going to, there's going to be more here, but um, there was uh, a couple other records that came out on Friday um, by uh, Mr. Buster Rhymes. Oh yeah, on Friday. Yeah. Um, and also Mr. Bungle came out with. What, was that a re-recording? Uh, uh, it was a live. They a did live a live show. thing. So the deal with that is, uh, they had a demo that they cut in the late '80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they're like in high school. Right, 1986. 86. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Scott Ian from Anthrax and Dave Lombardo from. Slayer, uh, were big fans of it. They were kind of geeking out on it. Learned the whole album, and then they got time. They got the time. Approached <laughs> uh, Trevor Dunn and Trey Sprouts and Mike Patton, uh, and pretty much were like, "Hey, we already know all the music and everything. We've learned it. It's fresh to us. And uh, would you want to like just play it? I don't even think it was originally meant to be a gig. Even mm. it was just like." Let's just hang. They're like do hell this. yeah, and he was like, yeah, let's <laughs> do this shit. Uh, so they did. I think a couple of sold out dates uh, before all this shit went down, and then just recently they did that um, a-, a live broadcast, and like there YouTube, were cameos yeah. by various uh, 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 other artists and shit like that, like kind of cool. Was it, was it Henry Rollins in it? Okay. Uh, it's like through. I didn't like, get a chance to a, see it. I saw it like a little like, clip. Yeah, I saw a little clip. I didn't see the one that Henry Rollins was in, but like, I mean, not. I don't know if it was like skits or what the fuck. But um, wow, yeah, that's it's, cool. It's, <clears throat> it 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 seems really neat, but it's uh, cool. I mean, those things are they aren't necessarily made to be recorded, mm-hmm. which is I think the close the coolest thing you can kind of do with that streaming stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like oh, this really is a show. And you have missed it. Yeah. It will not be on YouTube. You know, yeah. it will not be everywhere. And eventually, if, if people, like, get used to that, maybe that can be a real thing. Maybe that is kind of like also, going to the movies. Also, you know? if you ask for, uh, if you ask a ticket price and you're capable of producing something that's, like, network television quality, quality. broadcast, a high-quality broadcast, yeah. unlike all the other stuff that's streaming, yeah. if you could do that, consistently like people will be a lot more uh apt to do it yeah. and, and and also if you made it available like when you rent something digitally you got it for like two days or something like That'd that like maybe like you could rewatch it for a, a limited amount of time mm-hmm. which that would that would be really cool or if you actually paid you actually do get it yeah. you know let's say you paid the 15 dollars. it's like okay well you you get it you can't put it online but you can have it you know be in a box or something or you pay a subscription to Some a venue, sort of, yeah. a digital venue. Right. I'm assuming that's what they're trying to do, right? They're a like lot trying of to figure out some way. 
you have to we have to figure out a way to get people off of the four websites that every four or five websites that everybody's yes. on all the time. And that's and that's literally where the quality stuff comes in. I've been, I've been watching, you know, uh, Kev on stage, who's you know, kind of, he's basically a Christian comedian, but he. Uh, he has Kev he, on stage. Kev on stage. He's great. But he does a lot of um he brings Voice in over. a lot of other comedians on his platform that are not, you know, Christian at all. Mm-hmm. Like he has a nice mix of both. And they're really they're really hilarious. I actually like him. But he's putting together an app um from because he's been putting uh these shows called the Keep Your Distance Comedy Specials. He's been putting these up on um YouTube and like people buy tickets to watch them and then you get like a 48 hour link or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so people can oh, watch them over yeah, and all that's that. That's what stuff. I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. And so now he's putting uh, and I've been wanting to watch these, but you know, I just what forever, whatever reason, I just didn't get them. But now he's putting these apps, he's putting this app together, he's put all these shows together of really you know quality content plus like other types of TV shows and everything, and he's doing that all together. And I'm, I'm like, I'm ready to do it. Yeah, that's Whenever that's happening, I'm like, I'm putting money in on it. It's that. like Battle Rap was doing that too. They were just making an app. They're making apps so you can pay in almost like Battle Rap. Battle Rap should have been done this. They should have been trying to be more like UFC. Well, they right? were, you have I, a person and yeah. another person. Well, I mean, it know, was like, it was just, I yeah, I'm, it's surprising. I you watching Battle Rap, you're like, how the fuck does this work? Like, yeah. how is it that you only have two mics on stage or none? Yeah. And then there's a uh, there's people on stage and there's people off the stage. And these cats are literally just like blowing their voices out at each other yeah. for like three hours or battle, however long. Battle rap battle shows. Rap. I've done sound at a couple of them. Right. And there was one. Usually I just set up like a bunch of mics and just keep them all at the same volume (laughs) and just be like, be like, yo man, like you just all kind of got to work with your voices, but they're all set exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, But one show, they (laughs) didn't want to do that. And I was like, okay, um, well, let me see what I can do. What did did they want to do? They wanted to, to not have handheld mics. And I was like, Oh, at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, they still want to hear, so basically what I had to do is like use do it like I was almost micing a play or something. I did condenser mics and then they were like I was like, yeah, I'm not like gonna overheads essentially. Yeah, mounted I had them mounted where like the mon- no monitors. But okay, I had them right, mounted because it would feedback. Back, yeah, but it's going to front of house. Yeah. And then because they wanted but the deal is nobody at a fucking Nobody at a rap battle show knows how to shut the fuck up and be quiet, <laughs> no, which yeah, is what I was not, trying. Yeah, not quiet. I was trying to tell them that before it happened. They're like, "Oh, well, can you turn it up more?" It's like, dude, people were yelling at me, going, "I can't hear them." I was like, "Well, well they don't want microphones. They don't want microphones. <laughs> they don't want microphones. Problem, and most man. of them don't want microphones. They use like the wireless mics, which are." Okay, but the, like using a handheld, oh, like is a weird. La- la- lavalier. I've seen, I've yeah, seen well, lapels. They, they didn't have, they didn't even have that. This yeah. is this is low budget. It's not it's low budget. They didn't man. show up prepared at all, and also it didn't matter because every every like two minutes, a different person would get up on stage and leave, and all that. Yeah. And that would be even worse if they're passing them off of hell mics, just like oh <laughs> the whole time. It'd be oh, terrible. Well, I I didn't understand that shit at all. It was. I, Go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say I would say I love watching those because they keep some of them are you can it's clear they're about to be rappers musicians like I'm gonna figure out how to make a record and blah 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 mm-hmm. and then some of them are like headed in a whole other direction it's almost like 
shtick. Yeah. You well, know, I saw a guy do like a magic trick during one of his uh <laughs> he pulled something, you know, he pulled something out of his he shirt. Like a he pulled like a, a playing a card out that <laughs> had something to do with whatever rhyme he was saying. I mean, you know, he's like a props. Yeah, that prop. is that is worse than a prop comic because that means he's not I yeah. mean, is this like it was a magic trick. Free, is it supposed to be free? Is no, 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 no. Or is it like roast battle where you come with jokes written? It's is both. Punchlines. Punch li- yeah, yeah. punchlines. But <laughs> but if you add the prop, depending, if you do both and you do it right, like Loaded Lux. <laughs> yeah. Loaded Lux, like, didn't he, didn't he, um, get, yeah, he, he came in like uh, in a casket or something. Yeah. And then like he Whoa. came, and then he got out the casket and he would, and then turn into like the preacher. Yeah. And then he was, well, wearing, and he like was wearing Alice a suit. Cooper or something like that. Yeah. Where it's theatric. And, and he hasn't really been able to come back to that, by the way. He, he has come back from that because no. it was such he went, on He a, jumped the shark. Yes. He jumped the shark and he, <laughs> and he crushed <laughs> this cat. The, the, the dude that he went against, he crushed him. That battle will go down in history, but no one has come to that point and no one has gotten past it because the really because the art didn't evolve either. It did the way with the they do the stages and everything. I was going to say that. Sound. I would say the gear didn't evolve because like they were he- they're headed in this w- direction that kind of feels like the WWE or something. Right. Right. You know, yeah. you have a character and you have your fans. You have your intro song. You have your thing that you do at the beginning yeah. you got your, your you got your crew phrase. you got your crew your, behind yeah, you yeah your crew's behind you they're all dressed like you you know you know they and, can't but they get you know they can't you have to instruct your crew that yeah. that's that's another thing because your crew will let you they'll let you they'll let you die out here because they'll know sometimes how they they'll be around for all your practice sessions and stuff and they'll memorize everything that they that you said yeah so when you start doing the shit in front of everybody then like if they're see if they see you if they see your friend Saying the words that you're saying, you're done. You're yeah, done. Look right. They done look right. It's like no, they can't know what you're about to say. Right. It needs to be fresh. Yeah. Everything needs to be off the. You know. But That's it's true. Not. It's, it's not, not. It's not because um you know in, in battle rap they prepare. You prepare for your propon- your opponent. You know, like you know that who you're gonna go against. You've seen you Google their, them. Yeah, you've and seen you know, them before. Yeah. You look find at out what his mom you, looks you try like. To, you try to go to their shit. hometown and dig up some dirt. Ooh, you know, man. like his when real they, name's Clarence. Yo, when, <laughs> oh my God, yo, and he has a great parents. Did yo, you know? That? Yo, when they when they talk shit about their dad, which is like in everyone, is everyone like your father was never around. <laughs> oh man, yo, he didn't tell you how to be a man about a teacher. <laughs> so all that kind of shit. He couldn't. You couldn't pay for college. You know, they, they always like say some just. Fucked up shit about the dads, you know, dude. Uh, dad's is deadbeat. Yeah, <laughs> that one's not even like yeah. at this point. Um, <laughs> most of them in New York. So, anyways, um, but uh, hey, hey. Uh, I, speaking of that though, I, so we just went off on a whole battle rap tangent. We're talking about Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes, though. Yes, thank you. Yeah, Buster Rhymes. God damn, this dude has done a rollout for hit for him not having a record out for twelve years. I think he said, or he said he's been making this album for 11 years or something, uh, ELE2. He has put out a, almost a video for every song, um, if not a full production full production of video. I think he's got like a lyric video or something. But he's been putting out videos like crazy, and his interviews have been in fucking depth. Like, I feel like that when people leave, when they come back and they give interviews, He's been giving up stories that I think he's never told, um, you know, really heavy personal yeah. stories and like really dropping a shit ton of gems. And the music has been phenomenal. The Kendrick Lamar record that he did is just stupid. The uh, Anderson Pac one 
is ridiculous. We're gonna the, play something because um, I was gonna play something from this record. Yeah, please. Oh, well, what we could, we can play whenever. But yeah, I just wanted to like yeah. make sure that we mentioned that. Oh, and also because we had a question from someone oh, about that. Yeah, talking about the Belleville DeVoe. Oh, the Belleville DeVoe. That one is uh is to me the most interesting one. It's um it's Buster Rhymes featuring. Belby of DeVoe, which is a new thing people are doing when they, I guess when you have a really high profile sample, you'll just say it's featuring the artist that was in the sample. Well, he might, they might have actually come and re, recut it, recut some stuff okay. because they can get more money that way if you okay. re-record it, um, a la like Taylor Swift who's about to record about to do to do. her whole catalog yeah, or something like that. that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. So I'm, 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 uh, I'm playing this right now, James, if it uh, gives volume. I got you. Come on, come on. And this is like the, the, the normal sample from Poison that everybody knows. Yeah. And then Busta Rhymes, does, he, he makes his rhymes fit the drums. And, and, it, and it goes, yeah. it's like stop time, almost like a big band record. Yeah. You know, when it goes through. And I was like, oh, this is so creative and cool. Check it out. Come on. Look at here, see the common in trick. Back in the spot to make a mile again, bitch. Oh, God, it's so gross. The cannon about to blow. Let the niggas know. Quick shit. Oh, God, no. The nigga gon' flip. Bitch, faster. A nigga face kick. A hole on top. Your fucking head bang. Like a big band chart. Like newlywed. Now is the time that we hear you say, ho, ho. Hands up because I say so. Turn full. My niggas, let's go. Now don't you see how we got them? We here to get dough. Oh, shit. You better get with us. So that's that's dumb, super dumb. super dope. Oh, that's great. <laughs> you know? And um, I will say he's been he's been talking about how he's like really comfortable in the studio and like that kind of track right there. I, I mean that sounds like something that he has definitely been sitting on, massaging like, for, it for the right time. You know, like you know that's that's the thing. And uh, I, he talks about that shit a lot. His interviews have been so great. So I, I definitely highly uh, I re- recommend for everybody to check out. Agreed. Some, especially I, the Drink Champ ones are like four that, hours that long. That one's really good. Yo, and, can we stay out of new hip-hop real quick? Yeah. I got, I got a prediction. One more one more interview, Buster Rhymes interview, <laughs> is the, um, back when Ice-T had a podcast that yeah. didn't last very long, but it was awesome. He does an interview with Busta Rhymes, and that's one of the greatest Busta Rhymes interviews I've ever heard. Really, with Ice T? Yeah, because he's he's fanboying against Ice T. He he walks oh, because yeah. like you hear Busta Rhymes, he goes like, "Listen, y'all, I got to tell y'all about this house that I'm in right now. This is Ice T's house, and his mind is blown by. I could you imagine what Ice T's house must be like for Busta Rhymes to be going crazy Man. about hanging out with Ice T? That that's, one's really good. That's mad humble shit. Um, yeah. we, and also real quick, we um. Uh, we have a question from our a guy, Robert D., who has written in before. And um, he says, Volume 1 sounds good, well done. Question for you to think on. Mr. Bungle and Busta Rhymes dropped albums on the same day after substantial breaks. What do you think are the best examples of bands releasing an album after a 10-year-plus hiatus at equal or higher quality to their old releases? Um, D'Angelo Tribe, um, H-U-M, I don't know. Who that is are a few examples. Hum, I don't know who that is. Uh, are a few examples that come to mind. Thanks, Rob. So, Aerosmith. Rip- I don't oh. think they went off that long, but there was a long time where they like were complete fucking absolute garbage. Yeah, and like Joe Perry wasn't even in the band. That's right. And then he came back, and then when they restarted again, uh, it's like eighty five. Well, yeah, they like did that. the Run DMC thing, and then came out with a couple albums after Pump. that. Pump and permanent vacation. Yeah. We're yeah. like all hit makers. Like, I done, yeah. done, do 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 we came back. Dude oh, looked yeah. like a lady. Yeah. yeah. Those, are, those were big records. That's the whole an Elevator. Sade, they, they, they've taken... But Sade only releases an album... Like, a decade. But that's the only thing. It's like, if she released a bunch of stuff close together and then took a break, but it's like, everything is far apart. It's like yeah. Tool or yeah. something like that, where they only yeah. release an album once a decade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah tools I'd say, um, who else has lasted? Charlie Wilson? I mean, he had a whole career in the 70s, you know, and, oh. then, and then came all the way back with Snoop Dogg, and now Charlie Wilson is a mainstay. That's a good one, yeah, pop, Charlie. pop music for a voice that you want on your records. I mean, when was his, I mean, when was the Gap Band's, like, heyday? It was the early 80s. Yeah, early, early 80s, 80s, and he, he is back heavy. He was in a Justin Timberlake song. He was back in Snoop Dogg I albums, got, you know? I yeah, got a couple. Uh, King Crimson went away from, like, 73 or 74. Oh, yeah. Till yeah. 1980. Yeah, 1980. And, like, yeah. it's, you know, there's it's, great material after that. Yeah. Also one that came back, it's another one that came back that didn't do as well, arguably, I was just thinking of. Uh, oh. Fuck, it just slipped out of my head here. Uh, shit. Oh. Definitely not Guns N' Roses. Oh, Miles Davis. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he kind of didn't Davis stop, did he? I guess five he did years. leave. He, he did. did leave. Yeah, five he left years. for like five years. He didn't even leave his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five years. That was a big one. Yeah, um, it's a big comeback. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of one because there's one on the the like. Uh, I want to say, you know, Van Halen is almost a good example just because of how they went from singer to singer, and they almost had to kind of not really start over. But when they went back in 07 with uh, David Lee Roth, I mean, that was basically kind of a restart right there. That's true. Because yeah, they, they basically were, But it still wasn't a really long time. And it, that happened over and over and over again. I mean, that he had been business true. as usual. He, but he Halen. had been out of the band for, I mean, he did oh, those yeah. two songs for, he did those two songs in 96, but he was out of the band in 84, came back in 07, mm. and then yeah, they went yeah, back, you're right, you're and right. then basically went on tour for the rest of the time and did one album that was, ah, that to to the people, I like that record a lot. The different kind of truth, but it didn't do that well. Right. So you know that's that's one right there um, that I can think of. Oh, uh, Steely Dan. Steely Dan, twenty year twenty Ooh. year gap, and they came back in one album of the year. <laughs> album of the year. They won album of the year. That, that's, that's actually how I learned about them because um, Beck Beck was up for album of the year too, and there was a hip hop album. I thought. I had no idea. Who are these old guys that won? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, oh my God. God. I was here like comes... who is that? And I was like, that's so fucking lame. Oh, yeah, who the fuck is Steely Dan? I've never heard of that guy. Here comes... I, I, I listened to a track, and then I listened to one. Like, <laughs> who a gave year these later. guys a break? And and not only that, they were so did not give a fuck that night when they got up on stage <laughs> and won. They were just like, uh, thank you. Uh, it's been about you know twenty years. Um, thank Walter. You want to say anything? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I mean, it was. I mean, the, the the it was less than a minute. It was less than a minute. Their their uh, acceptance speech. It was shocking because it was like all these other great bands that I followed all the time, and then Steely Dan, and I was here like, comes what? in the Dan with the steel. Man, yeah. I wonder who was the competition was heavy that it definitely year. Was. It was really dope. I was like, oh yeah. my god, who is this guy? And all, I, those were the, those <laughs> were the thought two. Thought it was a dude. Just one so many dude. people I knew Who's thought it was Dan? one dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan? and D'Angelo and. Um, uh, Steely Dan came out on the same day that year. Too. I have uh, I have one artist that has a bigger gap than that. Sunhouse. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of old blues. He played. When did he come out again? He he didn't play. He played uh, his music. He put out an album. It didn't do well. He didn't play again for thirty two years. Sunhouse, wow. really? Yeah. Okay. It's one of those blues uh, blues people in the sixties. Yeah. Those kids were like. 
like found. Oh, like Sugar Man or something back, like that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did anybody uh, go to prison for an extended period of time and then restarted their music career again successfully? Oh, there's somebody. There's somebody. I, I know there has to be someone. DeBarge, right? El DeBarge? Uh, El DeBarge, he left for a few years. It wasn't that long, though. Were there any blues guys, like, way, way back, maybe? People were going to jail. I don't remember like the ones that kept going. They just kept going, I feel right? Like, you I feel know, like we're missing one cat. Like uh, somebody Cisco? that James went to <laughs> James went to James Brown went to jail for he did, three but years. he never stopped putting out albums and anything. Yeah, yeah. How about Jerry but, Lee yeah. Lewis? Yeah. Did he go to jail? He for went to a jail for a little time? bit, he, or not, just like a year? Not that long. Yeah. Chuck Berry went for a little while. Oh yeah, Chuck Berry. I was, oh, <laughs> oh, I, I think of, I, I thought of another one. Uh, Janet Jackson. You know, Janet Jackson had big she hits, did have a and then she had a, quite the hiatus, and then what came about, back again. What about um, did Madonna ever mystical? take? No, not did Madonna really. ever take an extended period back. of time? We wanted her to. Where she did? Well, I, she started doing all that acting shit, and I can't she became remember. British. She stopped doing. Yeah, when yeah. she became British, didn't she stop releasing albums for a period of time? Like after Evita, out, yeah, she or, she it was less consistent. It was after like uh, the music uh, album and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. In the two thousands, it was not as not as consistent, yeah. But uh, nah, we've never. Nah, she's I'm never. Give, take, I'm not giving her that. She's never taken a, 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 a like a break long enough. Not for me. For me. Not for my taste either. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of. Yeah, I feel like there's somebody else that we're missing. But yeah, because he already he already mentioned D'Angelo. I mean, Tribe when they came back. I mean, big. that was strong as fuck. That was mad strong. That was a strong as fuck album. Um, you know, there's some people that just can't really. It's yeah, tough for came, them to do. They came back uh. with Busta Rhymes in the live in the live band. Mm-hmm. They're just like you know, Fife passed. They're just like we can't replace Fife. Yeah. So I got Busta one. Rhymes I got in the one band more. Uh, Pat Martino, Jazzin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, He had a brain aneurysm and yeah. like re had to relearn how to do everything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Would yeah. you count? Would you count? Um, would you count Brian Wilson's smile? No. No. Nope. He. Nope. He, he was that still was an writing. Album, that was an album that wasn't finished. That he finished in the original his original vision Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's kind of that's like a to me i treat that as like a beatles remix or something like that hornsby maybe that's really that's actually you know what that's kind of what it would be like is if you went like if the beatles oh free as a bird like no 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 not like that imagine the beatles released let it be but you found out like instead of the phil specter stuff they had a bunch of extra tracks that they wanted to do and never got to do right so the remaining beatles went back and like overdubbed new parts and shit yeah that's pretty much what it was now that smile album i think is a really cool thing if you listen to smiley smile the original one have that in context mm-hmm. with what was actually right. released yeah which was what came you know what did come out what they could salvage and re-record at their own studio mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Th- it's they're both great but i don't yeah. consider that because that's not also the beach boys stopped being a band yeah i mean but then again you can say they went away because they didn't make any new material and then they came out with kokomo yeah gonna that, was gonna, that was what i was gonna say too yeah, yeah. full house yeah. I, was gonna say, I was gonna bring up full house you know yeah. that's a, that was a whole we're uh, not gonna not the, talk the, about kokomo and then the eagles too <laughs> The right. Eagles, the, um, then they take a long gap. And yeah, then they but came did, did they do a greatest hits nah. thing? I don't pretty think, much. The, car- they I don't think the career came back either. No, nah, they did an Eagles Unplugged when yeah. all, oh, yeah, of the, no, all the classic rock over. people were. Yeah, no, they came know. back. They came back pretty. They came back strong. 
Yeah, they. I mean, they, totally. I guess that's just my my shit. I didn't. I didn't think that, that they had, that record had impact. That that uh, the record didn't have impact. But as far as them going back on tour, oh, they yeah, became they became the highest yeah. grossing band whenever they toured. Yeah, they were just like, and I mean, man, doing just the same song for real, doing the same time. songs. <laughs> I was I was saying uh, Bruce Hornsby, like he had his heyday, and like he's had a big resurgence. Like he's he keeps putting an album out every year now. And Bruce he's Hornsby, God, his uh his Quest Love Supreme interview is excellent. By the way, he's check cool. that out. He's, he's cool, man. He's a, he seems like he'd be cool. You were, did you work with Bruce Hornsby? I've, I've I've hung out. I've never worked with him yet. All right, not yet, man. It's gonna happen. Um. All right. What what I else? Manifest. You, what else you got, uh, Gabe? All right. Uh, I've been excited. I've been listening to a lot of new hip hop lately, Ooh. and I think now in, like, I'm calling. It, I'm calling it now, huh? <laughs> like new metal. Sorry. Go ahead. Carry oh yeah, yeah. And and you. <laughs> new. Yeah. <laughs> new hip hop. New hip hop. Yeah. New with an umlaut. It's yeah, a new yeah. way to say neo. It's neo hip hop. Neo. Yeah. Neo hip hop. Neo. <laughs> the baby. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, the baby. Well, there's some stuff coming out. I got a prediction that I feel like in the next, within the next five years, I think the trap might be over. We'll see, right? That's, I feel like I'm I feel saying, like people say that every couple years. I'm right? Saying, I'm the saying, trap. The trap. Tra- talking tra- about the, the trap music. Hi-hats. The trap music is going to be done. I think. Well, I think. I mean, just the way hip hop is, it, it 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 evolves as fast as technology, and it kind of just you know it moves from you know the backpack and stuff to the the club banger to the crunk to trap and then what have you and everything. But there's been some new stuff coming out, and I just think uh, it's moving in that direction. Kind of sounds more th- throwback, if anything. Kinda, but the, but the the youngest, the youngest, the youngest of the hip hop shit really still sounds like trap. It just sounds yeah. like people singing. Yeah, like yeah. the rappers are just do way more singing than they so, used to. A uh, new album came out. Um, first of all, I want to talk about the Alchemist, and he's had an awesome year. Yeah, Alchemist is definitely. He just came he stays out. in this kind of '90s bag too. It's like a freshened up version of Boom Bap. Yeah, no, he, he does. He does. He yeah. does. He does a lot. I mean, he had three pretty good. Uh, I mean, Alfredo was great. Yeah, Freddie Gibbs is killing it right now. Pretty he's, much. He's on a lot, doing a lot of features and stuff too, and he's been crushing it. He just put out a song with Big Sean. Someone, as far as just uh, videos, by the way, I yeah, he makes I mean, the best videos. Freddie, Freddie, I think is definitely the cat to watch because it, it just is funny. He's, he's a, funny he's without a showman. him and Tyler just, make yeah, the best videos. They make the best videos. He's a right showman, now. but I want to also talk about. The Griselda records. Please oh, talk yeah. about Griselda. Griselda. We're, yeah. we're finally we're 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 in. <laughs> we're in. All right, all right, all right. So um, Alchemist did some beats for for those guys too here and there. But they got they're by the way they're from. I've been watching interviews with those guys. Been listening to the music a lot. Yeah. And if, if y'all didn't know out there, like the main guys are West Side Gun, Conway the Machine, and Benny the Butcher. Yeah. Benny the Butcher's my. Favorite for sure. These guys have been killing it mm-hmm. super hard. They have no intentions on getting on the radio because they've been asked like, "Why?" Not? They, I think they've been on some radio stuff, but not that much. And because the shit is just yeah. I mean they they're in they were indie. You know they're from Buffalo, which is not it's not you don't normally see a lot of hip hop coming straight out of Buffalo and they're represent like, Buffalo. Yeah, we, like, know <laughs> from, we know who's from Buffalo. We know who out of straight out of before, Buffalo. B- before you say that, yeah. I want to say this: when I was watching the, when I was watching them and and it watched, when I was watching the interview, I was listening to them talk, and the way they talked, it reminded me of some sort of accent. And wasn't until they said Buffalo, I was like, oh. They sound like Rick James. And Rick his band. Yep. James. <laughs> yep. Did they yeah. did they say cockroaches? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and also, you know, they did get signed. I mean, they got signed to Shady, which is about as big as you can be. Yeah, you know, that's they what got I was about signed to Eminem's label. I think they, but they, they did never up. had the r- r- radio hits or anything. Well, like the that, best yeah. thing about Shady is that I think that Eminem, because they've they've talked to Eminem a lot about the slaughterhouse thing. And I think he finally another realized another uh, that was another rap supergroup that was on Shady, but um, that that was like something that Eminem seemed to have really high expectations for, and I think that the fans did as well. And people have questioned him about why that group did not like cross over. Why why didn't they get bigger? Da da da. And he has said like you know I'm not sure. Da da. He won't give the real answer, which is he got way too involved with them. It was the problem. He tried to like oversee every project uh and executive produce everything and it was too much he didn't need to be involved in everything and uh the luck luckily with shady uh i think this time in griselda he decided that they're just he's gonna let them run their movement and that's why this it's thing has great it's been as making so much um of four a, years strong yeah really yeah that's but, why i think it's happening yeah so west that gun benny the butcher conway the machine Conway the Machine and West Side Gun are brothers, and their cousin is Benny the Butcher. I kept on seeing Benny the Butcher pop up on a bunch of features. I went to go check some stuff out. But anyways, so they had a, they've been doing on the mixtape circuit for, like I guess, the past like eight years or something like that. Mm. Just really pushing stuff. And they got the okay from Shady, Jay-Z. Jay-Z told Benny the Butcher not to be on the cover of XXL. He was like, just don't do it, man. Wow. You'll thank me later. He <laughs> said we didn't do it. And all types of stuff. Anyways, so mm. Conway the Machine came out with an album on September 11th this year. Mm-hmm. And here's a song with the three of them on it, Conway, Benny, and West Side Gun. So it's called Spurs 3. You got me turned up? Okay, cool. Let's do this. Yeah, it works. This mix is awesome. One of the best beats I heard in a while. Is it Alchemist beat? No, this is a uh, beat butcher. This is what the Rich Man Pop kind of sounds like now, too. Like Mike Melian's beats are slow like this. Cop pulled me over in my imported Porsche. She said, this car must be a hundred K. I said, you 40 short. My niggas dropping bodies for the sport. Violators got tragedy written all over it like the war. I heard this shit the other day, and I was like, this beat is crazy. Funky. The yeah. beat is crazy. I really feel like. That's funky. I mean, what do you think? This might be, these guys might be the new dudes. Mm. I think this might be the deaths of the trap. Not, uh, wait, that how, part how, I don't agree with. How, how old are these guys? But they're, they're, the 30s, right? They're 30s. They're 30s, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, I mean... It's a little old for being the new thing. Well, you would think so, but like, I feel like with the internet, everything stays. You yeah. know, when you talk yeah. about the death, the trap, I don't think that's going to happen because there's just going to be a trap section of the of the internet forever. Yeah. Is what I think, you know, Good like, point. you know, they'll just be younger rappers that, that do the stick with the sound because eventually that sound will feel like a throwback too. I feel like, you know? yeah, well, it's, it, 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 well, the, I think di- different types of hip hop just get put into like the old school shit so quick because even shit from 2005. Yeah. Sounds That's true. Old. Sounds old. It just mm-hmm. it just depends, you know, because Drake he gets to do he gets to kind of do the same thing over and over again, and it just it's it's kind of artist by artist. Yeah, you know, like if you're established enough, you can kind of just be this sound for a while and then be that sound for a while. Because like Drake will get 
whoever the new sound is that pops up every couple years, they just end up doing a song with Drake. Yeah, he'll, or, you know, yeah, or, or he'll hop on their sound. Or hop on their whatever their big song is. Yeah, you know? and then all of a sudden it makes it makes it more exciting to hear them again. And then you wonder, oh, are they going to go in this direction for their record right. or whatever? Well, they've been, no. they've, been going, they've been going in a different direction, too, in terms of who they're associated with. Right. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's been like Pusha T and Freddie Gibbs, Alchemist, Rappers, all those dudes. Rap rapping. Yeah, no. So, and like, they're all kind of given, I mean, they're just all giving these guys the okay. Like, these are the, what do y'all think? I think these are like the next, the next guys. Well, I mean, they definitely, I, I've definitely kept up with the fact that they really have made a an imprint on, I think the sound, the New York sound or whatever, I think that's what it is. That seemed to, was, not be evolving in a certain way. I don't. I'm not sure if the, that's the right word, but they, so it just wasn't it, popular. It did well. I mean, it lost popularity, but it seemed like that there was also kind of a standstill moment with New York. Well, Atlanta, so, Atlanta was coming through with the shit. Atlanta. I mean, a lot of different yeah, coasts started of coast, coming lots in. Of coast, yeah. You know, the Midwest. You know, all of that. Especially the West Coast. I mean, I feel like the, the New York, um, Detroit I- identity definitely became a lot more nebulous. You know, because designer, that he's from New York. You know, mm-hmm. but you hear that and you go like, maybe this guy's from Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, ah. you hear Panda doesn't sound like a song from New York. You know, you hear Pop Smoke's music, you go like, that sounds like one of those uh, beats from those London rappers. Right. You know, this sounds yeah. like some London hip hop. And, you know, he was from New York. So like, and, you know, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj, she's from New York. Her music is kind of like all over the place, too. Yeah. So New York definitely became more about what was popular and less about keeping a regional sound. Right. And I feel like this is kind of a, a take back to a, a regional, because they're upstate New York. Upstate, you know, a regional Buffalo. New York sound, you know. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, I agree with that. I'm, I don't know if they're going to be like the next guys, because I'm not sure if they're trying to be on that like on that level where they're they trying are. to oh I mean I don't, well, you don't think so well I mean I'm saying as far as like really crossing over in like a almost too visible kind of way no mm-hmm. I de- they def- it's a slow burn they, you they, know what they I mean de- they definitely have no concern with being on the radio that's what I mean but, he, but he was but he was talking about because like they, they I saw him in an interview he was talking about it they're like what well, you know what's with that and he's like look people don't listen to the radio anymore Right, just that's not, what, that's, that's what he said. He's like, people will go and get our music. Yeah, yeah. people go there get go. the music they want. Yeah, people yeah, get the music they it. want that's because they're, they're playing music off their phone. It's not you don't you aren't all the way set to the radio to find a new song anymore. One hundred percent. I think yeah. When you change your actual where you want to pay attention to where you, uh, to where the music is coming from yeah. in a different way, like for instance, uh, subscriptions. Like I, you know you. My most of the time, Reggie, you are checking out music on YouTube. Yeah, for the most part, I like to subscribe to Title, but I'm almost I I start thinking about satellite radio here and there. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, man, satellite radio, you get a whole bunch of different music from people that you do not hear on the radio at all. That's true. You know, like Shady Forty Five. When I had when when I used to listen to Sirius. I love that shit because there was so much fucking hip hop that you would not hear on the radio. You're just not going to hear just radio friendly shit all the time, right? And I—that's what I Ad love. Selling music, and you know, and well, people are going to pay for it. You know who's like the most in this grand scheme of things and how the direction things are going? You know who's right in the middle of all this shit and probably the most sought out producer right now is fucking Madlib. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Because you know? his sound, his sound is that '90s. Not '90. I don't even want to call it '90s. His sound. And what he was doing with Stone's Throw and, and any of those artists that were making beats that were anywhere in that catalog, that is totally in style mm-hmm. now. It's, it's not, I don't want to call it a trend because it's been happening the whole time. 
Yeah. You know, it just wasn't on the radio. Yeah. Dirtier sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now the the way streaming is. That doesn't matter as much anymore. Nope. You get the radio hit. You They're get what like, you want, and everybody listening on earbuds or their phone anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the the stuff that you know people used to spend two million dollars making their record, and then you hear the most of your fans are listening to it on laptop speakers. Mm-hmm. You give it like, well, damn. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. He's like, he's not he's not he's not worried about radio plays. He's yeah. Like, I'm worried about streams, man. Yeah. yeah. For real. I worry about yeah. streams and everything. He's like, yeah. that, that that's what we're killing and everything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so, they're out here too. I feel like it's a good example of people who who have a lot of backing, staying and doing something cool. It's not like a bunch of old people were in charge of how they did things. Right. Because they are back to like any major group. I mean, they are signed to Shady. And they're signed to like Rock Nation management, like you know Jay Z right. is their cousin's brother, and this and that. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. They're yeah. They're, they're not involved. under. There's not. They're not underground. No. But something about how they've released stuff made them feel not corny coming out. Well, you know what be, I mean? It's yeah. because everyone that respected them respected how they sounded and was like, and they were I already not, doing it. Yeah, they're already, and they're like, we don't want to fuck with it. Like, please yeah. do not change what y'all are doing keep this energy going because it's the energy that was just necessary and i think it's the same thing with with eminem you know he just i don't know i don't think he's ever had the pulse of what people want to hear you like, know what i mean he's just so good he's just been doing he's, he's been, in a bubble he's just been doing what he's been doing yeah. he can't put that on other people and just go this is going to happen you could do it like this right. too get a girl on your song and get a yeah, get a giant bon jovi hook. bon jovi beat yeah get a get a <laughs> Bon Jovi beating a white girl. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah, it. Here. We're just going to do living on a prayer, living on a prayer, living on a prayer. Like, it's going to yeah. do that over and over. Over. And then we're going to get a girl to sing it. Yeah. And then you're going to you're gonna rap in the middle of it. Yeah. The girl's going to do the bridge. Yep. It's going to stop. And then, this, then the chords are going to play. And then it's going to all come back. And then it's going to be three minutes. Totally. And it's going to be great. Because <laughs> like, he was doing that to his other artists, too. Because, like, Eminem, he has the ability to get away with some stuff musically because he just got so much, so many fans that, like, actual artists can't really do what he does. And his, like, and, yeah. Oh, same. You can't just give it any. You couldn't give Griselda one of those fucking organ grinder carnival beats like. Like you couldn't give them some shit like that to rap over. You know, they'd be like, like, "What the fuck is this?" You like, know, <laughs> for for Eminem to try to do a pop, or for Eminem to do a pop record, it's really kind of beneath him in a way because his skill is so great. That like for him to do something like that, it's almost dumbing himself down, and it works. He he will do it because it's like it's gonna sell, it's gonna work. I know how to, but for him that really works. You can't put that on other people, and they're letting uh, Griselda do be their themselves. own thing yeah, and just and be themselves and just market to their people, and that's what. Congratulations working. to them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they Griselda, it. Griselda, anti little people. Yeah, there ain't no little people on there. Yeah, no, they're they're crushing it. They're, they're crushing. No, no, no littles. Ain't, ain't no littles. Ain't no little people's on there. Mm-mm. Okay, and then just one more thing is a uh, new album came out a couple weeks ago. The Alchemist put out the Food Villain. Have y'all heard this yet? I haven't. Is is MF Doom on this? He's not on it. I mean, I, wow. okay, it Alchemist seems... has done Alfredo, and now he's putting out an album called The Food Villain. I got, and I, MF Doom is not part of any he, of this. He's, he's not on any of it. <laughs> You gotta I'll be getting this. salty. I'll say, I'll that that yeah, one no, beat did sound like an MF Doom kind of really, beat, though. Uh, I would that say other one. Uh, Alfredo has a bunch of songs on it that kind of sound like Mad Lib, like Mad Villain beats. Oh totally. yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. dope though. No, this know? one, this one's even even closer probably than Mad Villain. Here's the thing though. Here's the thing. I listened to the record and it's only it's a short one. It's only like a half an hour, but uh, it's good. But uh, just as long as Volume One by the Hustle Season. Yep. Go ahead. Plug. <laughs> go ahead. Now we can continue. Shameless. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no. But I guess it's like a, here's the concept, because it actually does have a concept. 
And basically, there's a bunch of samples from uh, Action Bronson's Fuck That's Delicious. I guess Alchemist is on that show. And he's like, oh, he I does guess, some music for that, maybe. Like, he just kind of took samples from the show and then put beats under it, and then like, that's pretty much the album. And then like, <laughs> wow. And a lot of the samples about how much of a picky picky eater he is. Oh wow. And that's literally the concept of the whole album. Content <laughs> sounds like album made for me. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll send it to you. It's good though. I I, I enjoyed it. I'm about it. to make a food album myself. Yeah, that's what. It's about to happen. Pace so plays. check it out, people. Conway the Machine's album's called. Uh, that called oh from king to a god the food villain by the alchemist and uh burn of proof by benny the butcher Ooh. all the all the griselda records Seriously. check them out if you like are interested in hip-hop that people is can can fucking rap mm-hmm. and the beats are interesting beats are and interesting. knock no sprinklers uh, very few sprinklers. I don't very know. Few sprinklers. Very, very few yeah. sprinklers. No sprinklers. Yeah, yeah. No little people. None of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might see a you might see a big Sean, but that's about it. <laughs> a big Sean. All right. Um, what Speaking is- of a Sean, dude. Oh. We just. Bum, bum, bam, bam, bam. Mad big ups to Sean Connery. The God. Sean wow. Connery. Sean the wow. God. A Gone man of soon. men. Wow. Uh, he's the original James Bond uh, in everything else, man. He was Indiana Jones' dad. Uh, uh, fucking one of the greatest. Hunt for uh, Red October. Uh, yeah, yeah. One I of the, the I greatest him. manly men that's ever walked the face the of the I earth. Loved, I loved him in The Rock. So true. The Rock. <laughs> and there's that uh, movie Outlander. with Catherine Zeta-Jones where he's Highlander. a cat burglar. Can't remember that. But anyway. He was also in Zorloff. What? Zorloft? Get the uh, fuck uh, out of no, here. No, it was Tony. like this Get fantasy thing. Get the fuck thing. out. What? It wasn't very good. <laughs> what is it? Tell a us le- about a it. A League yeah, of it's like a 1970s. Tony, like... you chimed in for that one? That's what yeah. you chimed in for? That's fine. Whatever. Well, well, that's Sean Connery was 92, which is fucking old. It was mad old. Long, long, long life for that man. What movie are you talking about, Tony? I would need to know. Yeah, so now 1970s fantasy, kind of like a Barbarella Oh, okay. Kind of thing. Oh. Like, like he's in sci-fi, space. Sci-fi. Sexy sci-fi. Yeah, I think hey. he was trying some new shit. Woo. You know, it wasn't. He's trying to get his, uh, what was it, Captain Kirk on? Yeah, then he was in Highlander. Yeah, because he, he was rocking the well, hair he piece, was, too. Well, he was back, yeah, that was back in the day where you could have gray hair and be balding or have a shitty hair piece like William Shatner. Hairline or, report. Or Sean Connery. Or, this is a serious or, 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 or Burt Reynolds. But back then, that's just how men were it was look cool. at that show uh that old show Mannix the reruns of that show and it's like this uh it's just a very hairy like <laughs> Armenian American dude that looks like somebody's dad but he's this like crime fighting private detective type uh-huh. he's Whoa. like Magnum PI but he just looks like he doesn't look he's not a heartthrob or anything it's right, not yeah. like you turn on some show now like Back in the but day, yeah. everybody was the, wearing a hat. Yeah, back in the day, everybody mm-hmm. looked like John Wayne. They kind of yeah. looked like dad bod type, you know. Man, and you normal people. I mean, you looked at you were looked at as a odd animal if you had the bald head. It were you were kind of like that was the thing. Yeah. And Sean Connery rocked that uh, hairpiece. Yeah, I was about to say hairpiece or no in um in this movie with uh, Sean Connery, hairpiece or no. Hairpiece, I think it yeah, is. had yeah. to be if it was, it was late. 70s. I think he went into like, yeah, he went into like a sci-fi fantasy curve in his career. I yeah. think took Whoa. it away from the James Bond thing. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Also, okay. you hit an age where you can like rock the bald. Yeah, you can like Telly Savalas had. Was That's like, what I'm saying. Was like a, a cue ball, but but yeah. like he he killed it. 
Yeah, yeah the, I mean, if you own it, for sure. But it was, he still was like an anomaly in that time because he was like he was the only cat. Sean um, Connery also the king of the turtleneck, ooh. the king of like. Fuck yeah. Fighting crime, fighting people in turtlenecks. That's just hot. Yeah, he's I like karate fighting in, in turtleneck right now. <laughs> I, love, I, love a, I love a turtleneck in a blazer. Classic. In a pipe. That's him. Sean Connery. That's him. Pipe. Pipe that is martini. Him. Turtleneck. Blazer. <laughs> Killing it. That's crazy. <laughs> Sweating that out is ridiculous. And karate kick somebody Alcoholism, in that outfit. Alcoholism. Domestic violence. He's, all, he's Dude, doing that while drinking that, drinks. Uh, that, unfortunately, is one of the funniest fucking interviews <laughs> I've ever what, seen. The one he's talking about is about how he just handles women yeah. in general. Oh, my God. They tried to cancel Sean Connery while he had dementia. <laughs> they did. They did sure. cancel him. He's yeah. 92. He's almost. He was almost 100 when he died. Like, no. That's yeah. like that man's... That's, that's, that's like when they try to cancel Stan Lee. Like, yeah, it's like it was too late. <laughs> it was too late. That man's developmental years was like a century ago. Yeah, yeah. you're not going like, to interview him about it. Dude, he was like, on. yo, he was like, man, that was literally 70 years ago. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 70 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's like, yeah, uh, I happen to be one of those guys in the 60s that beat their wife or something like that. I was one of those guys. It was just one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He definitely did that one time. Too. He's like, you can't do that shit. He's, he's like, he's like, I didn't know when you. I didn't know. We didn't know. We wouldn't know you couldn't do that. I didn't know when you better. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not going. I'm not going uh, what else do we have? What else do? We- oh, the election. The elections. All right. Oh, Thank you, Tony. Uh, yeah. Historic. It's a historic election. Historic. Um, so many votes. That have been counted and not counted at this point in time that we are airing. Uh, I believe at least, I believe it was 160 million that were um, that votes that were counted. Joe Biden is the most, one of the most voted presidents. Uh, votes the, the, was voted the on president. most. in in is the most the most yes in history, y'all in history. So it's the first time everyone I think was everyone was so stuck on their computer in a way that didn't even really want to be. That like you couldn't, <laughs> like you know, you couldn't get away from it in a way. Like when we we all just had our jobs and our lives, we would we we could all easily not talk about it ever. Totally, and just move on with our day. One hundred percent. But everyone's been talking about this election since mm-hmm. June. Yeah, if not earlier. You know what I mean? It was it was it was a little alarming personally because it just seemed like at the beginning of the coronavirus thing. It, it was election year, but it seemed like no one was talking about it yeah, at it wasn't all. Important. It wasn't important. And then coronavirus hit, and then it became a little bit more important because uh, just judging by the reaction of how the president was going to figure out what to do with this. And, uh, and he did nothing. And he, he, just, did, and he, just, he, he just tried to wait out the clock. He didn't do anything. <laughs> and then, then George Floyd, then that's when I think the actual was like, oh, we have to get on this campaign. We, oh, it's over. Like, oh, we need to really actually start doing something. But it never really, to me, it never really seemed to fully curl over, if you will, uh, yeah. uh, with the with the uh, Trump presidency. If That's you true. Will. Sorry, T Bird presidency. That's all good. Um, so um, I, feel, I I feel like you know now that this it has happened, like we can all go back to doing all the shit you were always doing. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. it. You know, I remember when in 2016, you know, the very next day, it felt like there were, like, a bomb was dro- was dropped in America. Yeah. Like, everyone yeah. was being so weird. People mm-hmm. were crying. People were shit. crying all People the time. Yeah. All the ladies and, I knew and, in my life were crying the and, next day. And, and now, even, like, even if it was, it was fucked up, I feel like everyone's just got much tougher skin. It got, like, way more real. 
and mm-hmm. mad people just voted and just, they didn't say shit. Yeah. They're like, you know, we ain't about to be out here wearing funny hats and none of that shit. We about to fucking get this get this shit popping. They kept Hillary away. Yeah. They kept so, they kept her out of out of out of plain sight the whole time, which I think was a was a really good idea. It was. Um she stayed out of the air. I mean, and she should. Um She period. was at the pizza parlor, right? Uh, I don't know. Did you? <laughs> oh, the kid. There's kids in there. The pe- she started the pizza parlor. Yeah, she was yeah. running that thing the whole time. She right? was yeah. asking everybody who needs who needs hot sauce. You need hot sauce. Yeah, you need hot sauce. We got pizza sauce. We got hot sauce. Who needs adrenochrome with that hot sauce? That's right. Ow. Who needs it? <laughs> but now, now I feel like uh, you know, me and Tony did a man on the street thing the other day, and there was one lady who said the shit that I think that mattered the most. They were like, "Look, regardless of what happens in any of these fucking shits." You still got to be responsible for your own self mm-hmm. and what you do with your day and, like, what kind of person you want to be and what kind of world you want to have around you. And it's like, it, you can't just take one, take it as an excuse to be your worst self, you know, whenever something is happening, mm-hmm. bad or good, you know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like that's, I feel like overarching, everyone we ever talk about pretty much has the same shit to say about the whole thing. Yeah, you know, they're just like, look, man, we just got to take care of this local shit, and we got to get these motherfucking old people out of here. That's all everybody said. They don't care who the fucking president that, was. I like, tell you, you what, know, in that way, that was definitely that was definitely the case for Richmond. I mean, I definitely felt that Richmond is paying more attention to local politics and everything more else. than ever. Everywhere else, not the case. Not no. so much. Doesn't really seem like that. They really. It, it, I didn't see that much I of mean, a change. Who are we to say? I don't know. I'm saying. That's <laughs> Who am I, I, don't I feel like everybody is way more engaged in general for better or for worse. I don't think it's that's true that other cities weren't caring about the local Listen, elections. I'm, I can say oh. I couldn't tell you if I was if I was president. I couldn't tell you if I was going to be better than Trump or not because I'd be just as petty too. I'd be just as fucking petty. I'd be like, "What is this county doing? Did y'all vote for me? I didn't see y'all. I didn't see y'all there. Yeah, be, Did y'all come to my rally? I didn't see your faces. I'm going to remember faces. I would one like, by I one. Would, Cal- I would, one Cal- by one. Kelly, I would donate to the cap that campaign. Just, no, I just appreciate to watch it. it. I'm just saying. I just don't know how good I would be. I donate I, too. I'm not going to every you. rally, just like a gig. I don't know how good I would if I could if I should. Yeah, I'd say what. I don't even know if I'm supposed to be here. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. I, look, I took an Uber here. I look, I look, I did so many wrong things. I'm yeah. smoking in the car. Listen, listen, I remembered if y'all were here, I remember. Like, I remember. I remember the names and faces. I'm gonna expose you, put a post this picture, you dress up as fucking Michael Jackson or Yo, something. If I had that kind of money, if I had that kind of budget, I look, I'd be Betty, I'd be petty too. You know what I'm saying? But listen, petty we got the right well, I think we got the right guy. I yeah. think we got the right person. And who now. cares, man? You still gotta go, you still gotta go and be your own fucking man or woman or, or like however you identify, regardless <laughs> of who the fuck is the president. And we still you know. And we still got to record a podcast, goddammit. So, goddammit. Goddammit, we still got to record a podcast. No matter we, what happens, we're going to be here we're next week, be folks. up in this bitch. And we always going to be here, goddammit. So, I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. That's, That's it. That, uh, is that, I mean, is that it for the show? Oh, I don't know. I was oh, talking about that. Way you more can talk stuff. about we we got got more, more stuff. Dude, we got Red Vein thing that we did. Oh, yeah, I Red Vein. talk about that. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Uh, so Tony got us out there to this haunted house that was amazing out in, uh, in Ashland. And... Uh, it was the shit. It was about like a or like a twenty five minute walk At from least. start to finish through the whole thing. Yeah. Twenty five minutes. Yeah. And, and there were uh, several times in which you think it's over that really makes it. Yeah. You're like, oh, you go we're outside, done. you think you're done. Yeah, and then you go right back into like a basement or some shit like yeah. that. Man. I mean, uh, best way I think to describe it is that <laughs> the best way. <laughs> <laughs> the best way to describe it, I think, is that you get dropped into about eight or nine <laughs> horror movies in a row. Hold on, hold on. Ha, 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 ha.
You get you get dropped into like eight or nine uh, horror movies straight, you know. You walk through at first and it's like a creepy warehouse looking place, and you go like, "What's that about?" Then you go to a creepy cornfield, then the yeah. creepy cult area, oh, creepy church so area, people on stilts. creepy greenhouse, Mm-mm. creepy people creepy in masks on stilts jumping oh, out, running around too. She running was, around. They were, she was mad athletic on those stilts. I got right. I was I was more scared. I was like, "Oh shit, you can like run in them junks." Yeah. <laughs> that shit looks scary, y'all. Like I. It was Honestly, mad scary. I was I was really happy that uh, James could do it because I don't think I could have handled myself. Oh, uh, that's would have been the best video of all time. Uh, I know. That's why you been there. I know, but I I just I don't think I could I don't think I could handle. myself I would like anyways. to make this a tradition, and we all should definitely go next time. That's yeah, a, that's wanna, definitely a thing for next year. I want to be up in front Ooh. next time. Oh yeah, or separate so like I don't. Or, yeah, let's go, so or go in pairs of two. Let's go in two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because you really need the space there so that it doesn't ruin the scare for you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That, you'll hear the you'll hear it going on in front of yeah. you. And, yeah. Uh, it had great music and sound design. Like as you walk through different parts of the forest, like the speakers were really loud in certain sections yep. and kind of to disorient you to go in and like the music would get really loud and you had to walk through some really narrow hallway yeah. and like constantly looking around corners and like there was one room that had like a bunch of sh- bed sheets kind of hanging from those ceilings you can't see more than a foot or two in front of you and you have to keep moving them Man. and there's people behind them and like there's people crouched in the hallways such mm-hmm. simple stuff so many acts so actors. effective they would yeah. you'd go through a, a wooden hallway and there'd just be somebody on the other side of the wall with like a sledgehammer just hitting the wood really loud. So yeah. you walk through it, it scares the shit out of you. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh uh, man, uh, the mm. cornfield area I feel like was so so uh, effective because it's it's one long path of darkness in a cornfield. And then you know there's corn as far as you can see to the right, corn as far as you can see to the left, and then it's a path. And then like as you're walking you see someone like run past the path as fast as they can. Yeah. You when know, did corn get scary? It's just pe- it people just people can hide, scary. man. You can yeah. hide in it. Like someone can be a couple of feet away from you in a cornfield and you would legit not see fields them. Of, you know? not cool. Fields of shit is always creepy, dude. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. Crop circles, they're in chainsaws. What if they if yeah, it, fields of joy. Yeah, what if they played fields of gold like as we're walking through? <laughs> would it make it less scary? What's, on, what's Fields of Gold? As you walk through fields of body. Whose song is this? Sting. Sting. Sing. Sting. As you oh, okay. walk through fields of gold. <laughs> I think that was, um, he, he mentions in a Netflix documentary that he was really, um, he did some acid. And some mushrooms or something. He came up with that. And that was was what yeah. He was having I think that some was tantric kind of sex. Pure in gold. A field of gold. Trash. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah, boy. He didn't say that specific song was about that, but I always imagined he, that song had something from that. Experience. He said he held an orgasm for like three years or something, right? That's why no, he no, said he was no, having no, sex no, and not no, not no, not, no, not, no, not, not, not going all the way that's there. That's what it's like not three years. No, that's it was, what it was tantric, yo. That's what "Don't Stand So Close to Me" was about. It's like, don't, don't stay so I'll come so on you. Close to me. Yeah, he was like, I'll come on you. Mm. I feel like the I feel like the no only one, reason no one touched me. You know what it is? <laughs> don't touch me. All right. I can go off. I can go off at any <laughs> moment. Don't touch me. <laughs> I'm a ticking time bomb. It's yeah. about it's slight, about a slight rub student. of my arm. I don't yeah. know what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, I feel like the only reason I know that that fact about Sting is because of Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring that kinds. show back, yeah. man. Yeah. Playmation forever, great. man. Oh, that was great. Yo, are we talking about Halloween right now? Can I? Oh, yeah. can I tell oh, you one, one quick Halloween story? Please. So this uh, friend of the show, Chris Galfani. Uh, 
tapes. On, you can hear him playing saxophone on the Pulse of Season Volume 1. Rise and, up. Uh, yeah, on the Rise, Rise up, Rise up. That theme. So he, uh, every year, I like he doesn't like scary movies, so I make him watch scary movies. I was kind of jealous year. of the hang. I saw it on Instagram. I was like, they got like some sort of cheese dip or something over there. What were y'all oh, eating? Oh, dude, we had we had a spinach dip. Uh, we had some cake. We got some pizza. Had a cake. Good night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring the cake. The Bring a cake. cake to a party is wild. Just- I invite I invited Butterfly too. She just brought a bunch of stuff. So it was me, James, Butterfly, and Chris, and we were watching The Conjuring. Oh, so good. So mm. good. Legitimately, I think it is a scary movie. Like, Definitely. Well put together. Great, Hilarious special, great special movie. effects. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't stop laughing every time. But so and there's a lot of knocking, you know? Yeah. Do- door knocking. It's a classic haunted <laughs> house movie. This is one of my favorite things in the world. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so at some point in the middle of the movie, uh, we're like in the middle of the movie. We're in the heart of the movie. Fucking Chris is hugging a pillow, whatever. But Oh. <laughs> Butterfly went outside uh-huh. to go smoke a cigarette. She went outside to go smoke a cigarette. And we're like enthralled with this movie. And then like, uh, like at a very silent point in the movie, you just hear at our front door, coo, coo, coo. Chris jumps. Oh. <laughs> he just jumps. And she pokes her head through the door like, <laughs> and we're all Got like, him. That's the classic, by the way. Sneaking out, of, sneaking out of the house to make noise outside of the house while other people are watching scary movies is one of the most classic things you can you can possibly do. It's true. He know? fucking, he takes his beanie, he puts it over his whole oh fucking head, says, I hate all you, this is middle school all over again. <laughs> <laughs> he's a soft, soft boy. He doesn't want to be scared. Anyway, he's a, he's I, a pillow biter. <laughs> I just want to <laughs> I just want to tell you guys about that because I thought it was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Conjuring is great. Conjuring 2 is great, too, even though it's, it's not as good as the first one. If you want to check... That whole franchise, the first yeah. one's the best one. Definitely Every is. fucking movie, all the of those, all of one. the same, all these fucking haunted houses for a bargain deal. It's just a dad that gets a house <laughs> that's, right. that's super cheap. He's like, oh, nothing's, nothing's wrong, wrong with this. With it. <laughs> nothing's wrong with this at all. And he's like going downstairs, like knocking holes in the walls, finding dead bodies. Oh, no, I mean, I'm sure it was nothing. It had nothing to do with any of the weird <laughs> No, like, no, they're like he's they're, in denial the whole time. He always has way too many daughters or something like that. Yeah, like Amityville Horror yeah. and Conjuring. Oh, it's like a bunch of girls who scream louder than anything. It's just like this poor guy just trying to save a buck, man. Yeah, no, they're like they'll go downstairs to like there's some sort of thing. That, there's always like some trap door to a basement, and they walk down it <laughs> every there's time. Like, there's like an operating table and a saw and everything. Why? And, and, the, always... and the fucking and then the fucking wife is like, "What is it?" And the, da- and the dad's like, "I think it's a." Den. I think I could put some stuff down here. Yep. Maybe a TV. I or can over make there. this my man cave. <laughs> yeah, yep. seriously. And every time. There's like also, a doll on a rocking who's, chair in the corner. Who's the real estate agent? They didn't show the whole house. Hey, Pol- Poltergeist. They they fucking. I was gonna say the greatest. I was gonna say the greatest haunted house movie is still the classic Poltergeist. Because that's because that's Coach. Remember Craig T. Nelson? Yeah, was yeah, in yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Carol Ann. Carol Ann. Oh. <laughs> Carol Ann. And they bad. And they smoke weed the whole movie. Yes. You know, they're just smoking joints the (laughs) whole movie. Hey, you ever notice, like, during that time in the early 80s, like, out of nowhere, it was like, smoking weed was super normalized by middle-class people in movies. But then right after that, like... Moms and dads. It was gone. By the mid-80s, it was over. And cocaine. Yep. Cocaine was, like, super norm, too, in movies. It was just like, yeah, yeah, just got a little... 
War on drugs. It wasn't a thing. It, look, it wasn't addictive back then. Yeah. Anyways, um, I, I, just, I had to tell you guys that story. That's a great story, just, man. That was awesome. <laughs> Super oh. fucking funny. I was it's watching right. more than one horror movie a day for the whole month. Yeah, yeah. I got quite up. a few in yeah. through, through the so month. So, you been, like, did you do literally, uh, like, how many Halloween movies did you do a night? Because, like, some of you did, like, multiple, like, two or three Depends movies. Depends on the day, you know? I was doing, only, that was the only thing I was watching was a horror movie. I watch one in daytime. I watch, watch, one I watch during, that movie, watch The Car. The Car is fantastic. Nineteen seventy-five. What are you talking about? Fantastic. That movie is terrible. You don't like horror movies. You just talked about how The Conjuring is the hilarious movie. No, no, it's not. No. <laughs> like for as far as funny, The Car is hilarious. Dude. Yes, the car is it's hilarious. So bad. <laughs> it's, it's like you're like, how it's come awful, it's not? Though. You're like, how come it's not realistic? Because it's a horror movie. No, no, no. The movie. It's so bad. It's like a. It's amazing. It's a campy movie. It's not. I agree. Conjuring is not a campy movie. Okay. Is camping bad? Is campy bad to you? I when the movie is campy, I usually don't say it's good. Do you That's what I'm was, saying. Do you you think, don't like horror movies. Do you think That's what I'm I think saying. it's harder to make a, a good horror movie than it is to make a campy. It's a different type movie. of movie. It. Yeah, They're two different know. things. One's like super violent. One's just like. No, it doesn't you, have to be violent. It just like, has to be scary. It's just like, can you? Uh, so was it? Can was you it not get scary? into it or not? Like, uh, was it not scary for you? Like the car? Did you think that was scary? The car, the whole. I almost turned it. I was watching it with somebody else, and I almost turned it off twenty minutes in because it was like so awful. Like oh, I no. mean, poorly acted. Did you finish like, it? Not. I watched the whole fucking movie, dude. Because that's but, the and thing. it's an awful. It's like watching a porn without fucking in it. It's like that. Bad <laughs> <of a movie. laughs> like it's that. It's 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 like watching like Reanimator or something like that, or one of those, or you know, one of those like or Monkey Shines, one of these movies that's. I just never like, heard about those movies. Well, these are all like over the top fucking horror, sci-fi horror movies that, like, are It sounds hilarious. like you liked it. You're smiling. Yeah, I like it as a comedy movie and as a campy, funny movie. But so what's not the difference? Because he said, because he, said he doesn't movies, think it's scary. He doesn't think it's scary. You thought it was... scary. No, I don't think any movie's scary. Okay, well, see, that's the thing, but that's... All right. That's strange. That's strange. To I me. just movies like them. Movies don't scare me. Movies at don't scare all. me either. I just yeah. like them. I still get scared by movies. Oh no, I'm not scared. By that's movies. Because I get scared that's, by movies. That's because I get scared. Of I get, you know it was a big. You know it was a big. Because you're a Nancy. No, I'm not a Nancy. <laughs> not a pillow biter, but I'm a, I'm not a Nancy. Scary I'm petty. movies. Scary movies can be bad. I think it's allowed to be bad. You know the good example of this, even though it wasn't a movie, that piece of shit Bly Manor show. What is that? That's not uh, really scary though. Uh, but even the plot twist, like I thought, some of it was kind of like leaning towards scary and ghosts and stuff. That fucking ending was one of the worst endings I've ever seen. I thought my entire life. I thought that that show was, was like fucking. It definitely it has like the wrong title because you think it's about it's going to be a haunted house show, and it's not. It's like a drama. No. It's a total just drama. It's turned into a CW show. They still, yeah. They still have like this. They, they still have the scary elements, but they had like not enough, right? They had well, they had this. Fucking piece of shit, M. Night Shyamalan. Stop trying fucking. to just uh, just tell the ending as your review. No, <laughs> no, that's the whole fucking review. Hey, if I don't you know, I, people, yeah, dude, yeah, I want to say, no, fuck, that, you, fuck yeah. that show, fuck that ending, and fuck the show. <laughs> yeah. and, fuck, yeah. and by the way, I haven't even seen it, but fuck that movie too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> which movie? I think I, I, that's just interesting oh. to me because that people will go to Halloween movies sometimes just for the or horror movies for the campiness of it and the funny part right. of it. Well, and then I, some people actually I know that like I, actually like I you love, know, I love, I love, things. I right. Love, I love the burbs. I love Beetlejuice. You know, those are like horror movies. Those are comedies. not a horror movie. Those are those those horror, horror, horror comedies. comedies. Horror no, those are full on comedies. You know what? I think no, one of the scariest... horror comedy is the thing. Yes. 
But, but I don't think Beetlejuice is one of them. I think Beetlejuice is only it a was kind of it was kind of that way for me. So. You have people's heads getting cut off. All you have all the stuff. If you're like a little it's kid, a, it's scary. Yeah, if you're I guess kid, if you're a little, little kid, kid, it's scary. Maybe, mm-hmm. But I, I feel like that's the. I, I mean, they you, made I'm, a kids movie. I'm they made a kids cartoon out of the movie. Like I mean, that happens all the time. Yeah, that's kind of what's going on. There's a lot of things that aren't appropriate for kids too. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's. I don't think it's. Makes it not a horror flick. I feel like that's any genre of movie. You I'm pretty can, sure you can Wikipedia can about, Beetlejuice. Though. I'm pretty sure you can Wikipedia Beetlejuice. It'll say horror comedy. Hmm. Yeah, well, maybe. let me go ahead. Well, I mean, if you, I feel like you can say that about like any genre, because like if it's if it's, if it's, it's you a genre, you say that a lot. When <laughs> I agree, but because I do think that if I, I feel like if you're an action movie junkie, you just like all the action movies. You know, like whether it's good or bad, you have a much more tolerance for. Whether or not you think it's a blockbuster, best movie in the world well, or not, and whether you like the movie or not, doesn't necessarily hinge on whether or not you thought the movie was going to win an award or not. Well, you know, we're not talking like, about awards; we're talking about scary movies. And the thing about scary movies that makes them different from everything else is everybody is psychologically susceptible to a different amount with horror movies. And I think the scariest movie that I've ever seen was. Uh, Blair Witch Project when it came out. Yeah, I was going to say that too. So this is the deal. When Blair Witch Project came out, the internet was in its infancy. There was no fucking social media or anything. I went, I saw the movie at like some indie movie theater place in Norfolk. Uh, I went home at that night or, you know, the next morning I was looking because nobody knew like, this is nobody had seen a found footage movie mm. style movie like that. They yet. had the website up. Uh, and there I was, was going to say there's more. There was and website, there was a website and, there was, and there was flyers on telephone poles right, saying right, that those right, guys right. were actually missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what I saw. And I was like, was oh, this is web, the shit. Yeah, and so they did the website and it was very ambiguous. There's nothing on. You know, there was wasn't anywhere to look, and they did a great job, and it put enough doubt watching the movie. You know. It, it, I think that's one of the, but now you can't do that because it's already been done. Everybody knows. It's just, I think horror movies and humans now, you can't, unless you're like a pussy or unless you're like fucking Chris or something. Kelly. Uh, like you're not going to get scared by a movie or if you're a child or you're somebody that just doesn't watch anything scary ever somehow. Yes. Um, Is he talking about It's just like it's over because like people used to be scared to shit uh, when they saw Frankenstein. You know? I just think, I just 100% disagree with that. Like their horror movies are more popular than they've ever been. Hulu. Had, We're not talking about popular. I'm talking about scary. We're, I'm this talking, all, uh, can I finish a sentence, James? Can I finish a sentence before you tell me it's wrong? Thanks, buddy. Okay. Right. Horror movies. There's what? so many horror movies. Like that. That's yeah. the difference with the internet being ev- like everywhere. There's just thousands of thousands of things. That used to not be the case when Blair Witch dropped. That was the only movie like that. Ever and then they and you know then, now it's just already, hundreds of movies come out and like you just have to wade that through. Trick. They use that trick. It's over. How are you? Unless somebody's never been exposed to it before, you know they're not going to get the same effect. Like I'm, I'm saying, as a person that watches lots of horror movies, there are still good ones. You just haven't heard of it because there's so much bullshit to wade through. And just like music, you know, a bajillion albums come out a week. You know, there's so much yeah, bullshit to wave to wade through because of it's easy to say no good music dropped because that was just false. Even in the two thousand, even in the two thousands, like after they did the Blair Witch Project, all movies, even if they were f- true or false, use that kind of thing where you like people sneaking up from like you know Jump and having scares. the having the uh, first person 
look. I would say the next thing after that was Paranormal Activity. Again, a type of movie that everyone claimed there was a whole nother type of movie that no one had ever seen before, right? right. Found footage. Same shit, yeah, right? We got, you that got, same exact you got, shit. You yeah. got cameras up in a place and like you see some shit that you you didn't think you were supposed to see. That one, that, right? Yeah, so that one, I forgot about it does, that It actually didn't end. You mm-hmm. know, there's still movies like that. I would say another one like that that recently came out was Unfriended. Mm-hmm. It's like a Zoom, it's like a Skype yeah. meeting. It's the same shit. Oh, did you take this video? Who put this video up? Oh, shit. Can we see that? And it's, again, found footage of, mm-hmm. like, a different way of showing found footage movies. So that's I, that's what I'm saying. I I'm think, not I think found disagreeing. Footage movies, found footage movies and also the jump scare things, which are in a lot of these found footage movies, are, I think it's a, I think it's harder to make a movie scary that doesn't rely on jump scares. It Agreed. actually... Is through the story and the characters that's and the like storytelling. Hereditary. It's it yeah, good. and Hereditary fulfills that, and it's it that's what creeps you out. Not and that's the a fact new movie, that, you know. And uh, but they all have to do stuff now because of what we're talking about. Every horror movie has to have some reason why everyone's phone stopped working. Right. Like, oh, we're out in the woods. That's why we don't have service. Oh, this yeah. is set in 1983. That's why it doesn't have. Somebody's got to have like, a husband that's yeah, abusive. Yeah, <laughs> everyone. You got to have like, some way to like take them out of the real world mm-hmm. and much why I thought Unfriended even though it's kind of got a, a when you look at it it looks like a shitty teen movie at first mm-hmm. but they figured out a way to like oh how can this shit still be scary with phones and computers right. like how can something still be creepy like be like well we need to call the police every you watch a horror movie you go like why didn't somebody call the police yeah or like why didn't just somebody just call a cab and leave or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, phones kill movies pretty quick. Kill a horror movie pretty quick. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, there's just so much. I can talk about this shit all day. We yeah, don't have yeah, to do yeah. that. Yeah, we, we don't. We shouldn't. We shouldn't do but, that. Uh, but no, but that's actually, that is a really good thing to check out, though, because I never even thought about it that way, about the, the campiness of those films. But then when they're done really well... It's just scary, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like yeah. I, that's that's the basic thing for me. I don't watch any of that shit anyway. Hereditary think- <laughs> one, Hereditary though, I've seen I've seen parts of it, and I think that's I think that's the most scary thing is How, watching wait, wait. somebody. Have you never watched the whole movie. You just co- seen parts of it. Yes, James. I can see parts of things. People, no, because you, because like you go over to rehearse for some shit. People have that shit on sometimes in the background. Colin Stetson did the music. Yeah, like that creepy. It was really weird. Really weird. It's really (laughs) weird. I'm not kidding. I've gone over to places that we're like we're like rehearsing, and they'll and then all of a sudden, Hereditary or one of those other ones are like on the shit. Midsummer. I think that shit is more scary when you're just watching someone else go through something. You're just watching them go through whatever the fuck they're doing, like putting the string through their skin and shit and all that fuck. You know, yeah. any of that torture type stuff, I'm just like, fuck, man. I can't yeah, I don't it. need to watch that. I thought, I can't I thought do the that. new It was uh, was pretty scary. The just new It one. movies are better than the old ones because it's just not as long. I saw the... Better. <laughs> 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 yeah. I need to start there. Because they I made those for like commercials and shit. Yeah, like, like fuck first. all this. Yeah. We about to be here all day. Yeah. Yeah. I, saw, <laughs> I saw chapter one. It was nine parts. Yeah. I love I love the original It. Yeah. I think it's fuck. I mean, Mad long. It's, it's super. I got the DVD and everything. It's super long, but it's fun. I love Tim Curry. I love when he I feel like that's the thing for, for the it movies. It's just like, do you like Tim Curry? Because you just get to look at him. Yeah. Because well, that's the best say, part of the movies. Because I had that shit. It's on like three VHS tapes. I will like, say about like, that that particular movie, though, or that series or whatever you want to call it. Like, um, Mini series. That, that was a. Uh, that was. 
that was what in the eighties and like nineties. Yeah. That was eighties. Yeah, that was like eighty six. I'm saying, but I'm just saying, when you're a little kid and you watch that shit, it's like the scary it's a kid, shit. It's a kid scary movie. Well, sure. it's all about eating little kids. Kids, kids in peril. <laughs> okay, it's all about like. It's I don't like all these. Movie. Everybody's just defining everybody by how much like you get scared by a horror movie. I'm just not feeling it. It's like, look, I look, not like I, it. Look, I did not like it. Doesn't mean well, I'm a fucking it, pussy. It directly by correlates shit with your really intellectual level, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, none of that is true. Spicy food, man. Pretty scary movies don't scare Look, man, yeah. if you don't like to eat hot sauce on everything, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. You know how exactly. Remember, remember picky, when hot exactly. sauce became like that? Picky eater, man. You're a picky eater, picky, picky, picky movie eater. Picky movie goer, picky book reader. No, picky. no. Oh, they're all biographies. No, no. They're all biographies. Yeah, yeah. They're all biographies. You probably like all biographies, regardless <laughs> if they're good, right? No, that's not true. There's this some trash. I got some trash too, and I've and I found out the way how you can return them off of my off of my Kindle, so that's you can cool. return a book on a Kindle. I did not know you that. You could definitely do that. You, what they give you? Your, they give you your digital money back? Uh huh. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. I didn't know that. Yep. I just yep. learned some shit. That's right. No, no. Yeah, no. I'm petty. All right, we're out of here. I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, I, it. I had one quick uh, topic. Oh, here sure. we go. Oh, here, here we, we go. go. Did you see what um what got passed yesterday or this week? Oh, yes. the, the drug stuff. Yeah, cocaine and meth is. Decriminalized in, in Oregon. Oregon. In Oregon. In DC, decriminalized shrooms. Ooh. Isn't that wild? Oh, That's I, thought, wild. I, I never, I never Oregon thought that was decriminalized shrooms. I didn't know that was DC a debate did yesterday, <laughs> two days ago. Like, I didn't know that was even a debate. Uh, I didn't know. Yeah, I, didn't know that was, uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, I know there's my mind. Like, well, I understand. Like, of all the things going on in Congress, like there's a pandemic out there. There's racial injustice, and they're like, you know what? No, I'm still trying fucking to get meth, right? Trying, yeah. yeah, right. Something, something. We should try to get some of these drugs. On the you know what? In a way, I remember being in, uh, in like a in college and us kind of talking about how amazing that would be. Like, oh, which all these things would be legalized. But now, it just seems old fashioned, doesn't it? Yeah. Now we're just like, look, anybody that was trying to get shrooms is getting them. Yeah. So yeah. like. Yeah. And everyone, oh, so what? <laughs> and everyone that you know that years ago that were like, nah, nah, you know, poo-pooing it, if you will, they all have tried it. They've all done it yeah. in some fair... And now they all well, do... Well, gummies the, aren't the same. That's well, not drugs. That's the other thing. There's that, and it's like, you know, well, I'm microdose. Shut the fuck up. Also, like, you're just getting high during the day. Yeah. Also, also we, you doing? We live, in, we live in Virginia where marijuana have been, has been... De- decriminalized capital D that doesn't mean legalized no yeah. like yet, still, not you, yet you still gotta go to somebody's house or meet up somewhere mm-hmm. in the shadows or make something. a podcast <laughs> make no, a podcast it's still illegal yeah this shit, if it's decriminalized it's still illegal like if you sell it that's still illegal it's still got problems still like, illegal yeah, yeah. Still and I'm pretty it. sure like the amount of cocaine that makes it criminal from you know that like the the threshold like where it's like what like a gram or something or right. however many grams of weed uh, probably for cocaine is a very, 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 very tiny. I can't wait to see how they're going to actually implement this because well, that's what makes it interesting. This like, also tells me that maybe Oregon has a problem with uh, jails full of meth heads and crackheads. I think they just have too much stuff. I think you um, know, like, because you think, like, I can't wait to see that very first cocaine dispensary is going to be hilarious. I'm telling you. Like, listen. people, like, walking around looking, <laughs> like, what kind of cocaine is this? Is this, gonna, is this good kind of cocaine? Is it down? Is it up think, or down? I don't think this is a, I don't think this is a dispensary. They're never, never going to have a I cocaine dispensary. I think they're trying to make it not, not, I think they're trying to not put addicts straight into jail. Look, that's I, the idea. I think that's but, the idea. But I'm sure they would love cocaine in different colors, you know, the Kokomo and the, all that kind of stuff. You know, the, you 
the Kokomo cocaine? Yeah, the Kokomo cocaine. Yeah, they're definitely, they're definitely gonna have celebrity <laughs> types like of album. cocaine. It's like, oh, this is uh, the Stevie Nicks blend. Yes, yeah, so this Stevie is Nicks. The, like you know a little bit of anonymous. Yeah, this is this is Eddie Eddie Van Halen, not Eddie Van Halen. You want you want some of that? You want that? No, he had that white during the seance. Here's that. Fuck. Yeah, no, definitely that Stevie Nicks blend. Like baseball cards. Every celebrity that did cocaine is going to have their own strand of cocaine at the cocaine dispensary. They give you a picture of Rick James, and it just comes with a little bag. It's like a little one joint in it, and a little bit of cocaine, and a baseball card of Rick James. There you go. And boom, you sell right you sell it for eighty dollars. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, I just like oh, that's I, just I, crack, freak. right? You can I, buy some flavor. Might as well. Flav. Flav crack. Flav. That would be a good one. You yep. know. Uh, yeah. Fuck your couch. Flavored uh, brand. Flav. Uh, from Rick James, cockroaches. You know they're gonna do it. They're gonna have cocaine gummies. They're gonna have meth gummies. Man, <laughs> my, my Coca Cola, my good meth other, chocolate uh, original uh, ingredients or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Original recipe, Coca Cola. Just put it on toothpaste. Fuck it, everything. You know what I mean? Make it more. Put it in a soda. It, it would just. It, it, it did like just. I saw that headline, Tony, and I just. Uh, <laughs> it was just funny seeing it. It was like, it was like, I was like, oh well. I guess I'm not not, not mad at that. No. It, was, it, no. was, it wasn't what I expected, but I'm not mad at it. Co- yeah. Coca-Cola bring back the original recipe for the cocaine dispensaries. You'd be yeah. like, yo, this is Coke oh. original. Back in the day, we used to have this shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Call it Coke Classic. Coke Classic. <laughs> My grandma couldn't put that shit down. She couldn't put it down. I get it. I think that's an interesting experiment that they're going to do. She lived for a long time. Amsterdam. Um, well, and, uh, and, and on that note, kids... Make sure you don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. And wash Dare. your hands. Wash your and motherfucking wash your, hands. Wash your goddamn hands, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, cover your mouth when you cough. And cover your mouth when you cough. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Keep, all keep, those guys. Keep your distance. You know? All that stuff. Uh, you know, don't don't throw your dragon breath all over the place. You know what I mean? You know, uh, it, take a mint with you to meetings. Even Don't Zoom be rooms. so fragrant. Right, Kelly? Don't be so fragrant. About uh and flagrant and uh right fragrance. Don't, don't be so flagrantly flagrant fragrant. With your fragrance. Don't be fragrance. Don't be throwing your fragrance out. If you're about there. to get oh, on, if you're about to get on, if you're about to get on a microphone, get a piece of gum first. Get a piece of gum. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Spray it, sanitize it. Um, thank you very much for listening to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Bandcamp, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Instagram, Facebook, all the shit. We're everywhere. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, for uh, wait, 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 are we on my see ya? <laughs> That's it. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Tune in next week. We'll see you next week. Thank you guys. Episode one fifty eight.